having seen the struggling small business owner, I thought I'm going to help them. I want to give people much more freedom. When you do have financial freedom, you know what you have? You get to spend time with who you want to and your family, and you get to know them on a whole nother level. Here's the thing. We all want to, to optimize our life. We want to be happy. We want to give our families all of our love and attention because that's all that matters. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Baloo. We're doing another one of our awesome emerging thought leader segments. Today's guest is the one and only Crystal O'Connor. Welcome to the show, Crystal. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm honored. I am glad you're here, and we're equally honored to have you on the show. So, Crystal, <laughs> let's begin. Tell me your backstory. How'd you get to be the great Crystal O'Connor? Well, let's see. How far do I go back? I started out um, in life insurance. I worked in a life insurance underwriting department. I know a thing or two about life insurance. Um, but I, I worked in an, an underwriting department and was bored out of my mind. And I was uh, about 20 years old, between 19, 20 years old in Des Moines, Iowa. And three years ago. Had, yeah, just, just the other day. And so I was so bored and I thought, what could I do? What could I do? Cause I hadn't, I, I really hadn't thought about a career. I watched friends go immediately to college and I thought I'm gonna do something different and not go to college and just start working. I wanted to be a grown up. So I thought that was really good for me actually in hindsight, but I was bored. I didn't like sitting all day and uh, pretty much was an assistant to six underwriters. And I thought, I can't do this for the rest of my life. What am I going to do? Decided to go to school to be a teacher because I thought to myself, first of all, I love kids, but I also thought I can't sit still. So I always noticed <laughs> my teachers were never, never sitting still. They were walking around the room. They were, And so that's what I went to school for. Immediately after getting my degree and starting to work, I had three children in a span of two years. We adopted our first and found out I was immediately pregnant, like I was pregnant even before the ink was dry on the adoption papers, so I didn't know. So they are just eight months apart and then had another. So long story short, a teacher's um, salary doesn't equate to me leaving my children to be with other children to pay the daycare <laughs> it just didn't add up. So I, I thought to myself, I really should have thought about all of that. And people really do need to think about that um, in terms of salary and lifestyle and being able to stay home with your children. I uh, That was really, really important to me. So then uh, in 2006, became uh, divorced and realized I needed, I was working at the time or I did go back to work. Um, before the divorce 
and was working in TV advertising and sales and helping with promotions and was working with small business owners. And I loved it and helping them with their marketing and even writing some of the commercials, some of the commercials I was in, you know, sometimes you kind of had to, um, if, if the budget wasn't there to have an actress or an actor. So I just learned a lot and then realized that every sales goal I would hit and break past, they would change the commission structure. And I had to work even harder and for less money. And I thought, okay, well, this isn't going to work. And got my real estate license and sold commercial because I went to a Robert Kiyosaki event over the weekend and it literally changed my world. So, well, let me just back up. One quote changed my world. You will become the people you spend the most time with, your income, everything. And I thought to myself, I don't like the five people that I spend the most time with now. Of course, I love my kids, but I didn't necessarily aspire to be those people that worked in that TV world. And I thought, wow, I had never really uh, let that type of um, thought enter my mind. And not only did it enter my mind, I thought I've got to do something different. And it was that very short period of time that I started hearing and seeing things uh, that I had never seen before. And uh, so I heard a radio commercial for a Robert Kiyosaki event. I went to it and that changed my world. So I started buying and flipping houses in ways that I had not known before uh, that was available to me. And that led to me thought thinking that I should get my commercial real estate license so I could work directly with investors. And I did that. And guess what? 08 came upon us. <laughs> 08 ascended upon us. And I thought, this isn't, I, I got to get out of here. But it was also about the time that I went to a bloggers meeting at a Panera and I did it for networking. And everyone around me is talking about blogs and blog this and blog that. And the Des Moines Register was there, took a picture of me underneath it said the bloggers group. I didn't know what a blog was. So finally I worked up the nerve to say to this guy, Hey, what, what's a blog? <laughs> He laughed and said, I'll tell you all about it. We sat down. He showed me WordPress. He put one up for me, charged me like $900. Uh, funny thing about that was that I had to, I, I, I would follow him on Twitter. I saw what was going on on Twitter and then LinkedIn. I was introduced to that. And I I literally tweeted to him, where is my blog? <laughs> like, instead of sending him a private message. And I was like, oops, maybe I shouldn't have done that. So I don't think he liked that. But he just kind of like vanished and he's like, I'm working on it. And I thought to myself, it kind of seems like you're just playing on Twitter all day, but okay, I'll wait. And long story short, I made a lot of um, uh, mistakes like that, giving people large amounts of money. I put up an investor site uh, website for to find investors. And that guy, I remember typing in and Googling top 10 web designers. <laughs> not realizing that anyone could actually put themselves as entitle themselves as top 10 web designers. He took my money and, and the domain name and then left gone. So all of this learning led to me going, look, you know what? I need to know more so that people don't steal my domain names and take off with my money. And then like, what's going on here. But one thing that really got my attention the most was uh, YouTube and the videos, because here's the thing I was, we uh, as a TV station was charging 
thousands of dollars for a 30 second ad with Nielsen ratings. And I don't know if you know much about Nielsen ratings, but there's no real proof. Nielsen ratings is based off just writing. You know, we send, we would send out, you know, um, what a dollar to someone and, and then just, they would fill out a survey and send it in. And it just wasn't real precise. Okay. So with, with how many eyeballs were actually seeing the commercial. So, People were, small business owners were struggling to pay thousands of dollars for a 30 second ad and without real proof that any of it was actually converting into customers. And people did that for years and years. So I thought YouTube is here. Are you kidding me? I'm going to play. I want to play this. What's going on here? Because I uh, had, again, was it just come from the Robert Kiyosaki event. I started thinking differently and expanding my mindset and realizing I wanted to sell one to many, but also with having seen the struggling small business owner and some of them couldn't even pay their bills half the time and how much that costs them. I thought I'm going to help them. I want to show them how to do this. So I started uh, teaching uh, marketing and online and started and I had an anchor event um, I called it an anchor event. I still, I guess, do call it that. But I would just, and, and you know, I wasn't even on video back then. I started, like, I think it was like every Tuesday or Wednesday evening, I would invite people online to this phone call. And it was a bridge line. And I would just talk. I would talk about money and I would talk about marketing. And from that, I just, I created a list and then I started talking to that list and asking them exactly what they wanted and then came up with my first program, which was $6,000 and it was one-on-one. -on -one. And then I went to group. That's how I came to work online and do business online. And I loved it. Heck of a great story. Love it. So tell me, what's the biggest problem you solve for clients? What's the problem you solve for clients? Okay. It seems to be mindset, but there's a lot of having to put yourself out there. So I, when I initially started, I thought I'm going to, what they really, what problem they have is that they want to stay home with their kids or they want to make more money. They want an extra $10,000 a month. They want an extra $5,000 a month. Well, I'll show them exactly how to do that. I would give them all the tools. I would write out their plan. I would write, I would, I learned copy. So I was, I loved copy. Uh, I would teach copywriting. I would um, put up their WordPress website. I'd tell them the five uh, pages that they need and they wouldn't do it. And I was like, wait, what? I just gave you the keys to the kingdom. <laughs> and not everybody would do it. In fact, a lot of them wouldn't and they would get stuck in their head. So I actually started to think, wow, I feel like I'm more of a, I need to be more of a life coach and really help break past all of these things that prevent us from actually moving forward and implementing these things. So um, I teach a little bit of both. That's probably why I started Rich, Fit and Happy because people want to make more money. Um, by the way, I didn't use the word wealth for a reason because Wealth is learned over time. It's not necessarily earned, uh, but I do I do teach that in Rich, Fit, and Happy, but I teach within the program the mindset because mindset and, and your fit, your body, 
and your spirit, all of it is connected. So what I would find is that the people that could take off and just implement right away, I would look at them and think, what? Are, how are they different than this other person that, that seems to have everything they need, but they're not? And so I really started looking at the mindset piece and what is holding them back and focusing on that as well. So I added that into my program. So it used to be all about these are the systems, this is what you should say, and breaking down who their ideal client is and how to market to them. And now I've created like an all-in-one where you need to do this, but we need to work on your mindset and find balance and do it the right way so that things don't get out of hand and you lose because you could grow a business fairly fast and think to yourself shortly after, oh crap, what have I done? I've like created a monster and I'm not even prepared to handle this. And people are expecting things of me and you realize that you have people pleasing issues. You realize that you can't br break past a hundred thousand or more because you've got to focus now on that piece. So we touch in Rich Fit and Happy, we touch on all of that so that it's more of a balance. I don't believe anything is completely balanced but more of a balance and manageable systems. So who is your ideal client? It's a woman in her, between her, uh, in her forties to sixties that either has a business and she has already created, she knows how to get clients, but she's not doing it or she knows how to get clients and she gets the wrong clients and then she just keeps getting stuck at a certain, usually it's about 50,000. So I like to help break them past that and help so that they can actually scale. So the $100,000 is actually one of the hardest things. So I guess I'm not necessarily saying that my ideal client is somebody that's already hit $100,000, but if you're almost there and you've got this and you know how to get clients and you can convert them and you've learned enough to know who your ideal client is, then what's stopping you from starting the group program and selling one to many and doubling it the next year? So somebody that has got some things going, rolling in their business, they've started a business they're or they're, they're dabbling but yet they've also made an income and they can't break past the ceiling and they don't know why. I also want to address this. Women in their 40s and 50s are going through a lot. They're going through a lot because they're now in perimenopause. So here's the thing. Cortisol rises in our 40s and 50s. And if we have the stress of an, a business that is stressing us out, We've got kids in nest, so our heart might be even like a little bit breaking. I don't know if you have kids, Nikki, but sure. when my kids left, I was like, oh, what am I going to do with myself? You have two. And there is that gap of time where you think they were my purpose. Now what? And so there's a lot going on, but the sad diet, the standard American diet, is screwing up almost all women's hormones. Men's too, by the way, but I just don't specialize in that. And I don't necessarily specialize in hormones, but I've learned enough and I dug in and I actually have added that into my program and how 
some of the nutrients is not just missing, but it's affecting our brains. It's affecting our emotions. It's affecting our hormones and our inability to break past a certain um, skill set. Literally, it's literally stopping us from being able to break past our a certain skill set that we need to tap into running a business. So, you know, things like, yeah, things like selenium, there are so many nutrients that are missing in our foods. And then to make it even worse, we've got seed oils and staying away from processed foods altogether. And then starting to give yourself some of the real nutrients and not just vitamins, but minerals. So we don't talk enough about minerals and how they affect the gut and the brain, they're connected. And how getting those in sync helps balance your hormones, lowers the cortisol. So if you are stressed out and you can't think straight and you've got all this pressure on you to perform because you know as an entrepreneur, you're performing in a lot of ways. And if you can't do it and you running to go get hormones, which by the way, I think a lot of, there's a whole industry not just pharmaceutical, but now there's a whole industry making people, making women believe that they need hormones when our body is naturally supposed to do this. Okay. You don't see a lot of these problems in other countries, but here you see it a lot. It's because of our diet. So you can balance a lot of the hormones with just your food. And if you think that putting hormones into an already bad diet, is going to balance it out. It's not. You know what it's going to be? A huge waste of money and disappointment. And what do we do as women? Blame ourselves. We think it's us. So, Crystal, I'm going to just put What's my that? kind of thought leader um, mentor hat on. And I'm going to tell you, um, you've said a lot that's been really cool. You're a great storyteller. You need to focus on that last part. All that other stuff's nice, but there's a gazillion people who talk about making people more money in that way. But wow, what you just said at the end, that was a thunderclap. You know what I mean? The other stuff that you said, it was interesting. Yeah. It was good. This was special, super califragilistic special. Just FYI, your messaging around that will explode your business. Anyways. Um, Thank you. And you know what? I think it's because it's so needed. And it's not another me too BS thing that a gazillion other people say. You know what I mean? Let's be honest. A gazillion other people say, oh, yeah, I'll make you more money. I say, I'll make you more money. And uh, honestly, I'm kind of tired of hearing myself say that, to tell you the truth. And yes, I'm good at I it. I've got a track record up the azoo of making people 10 times, 100 times one fella a thousand times more money than he made before. So I'm good at it. I'm just telling you, but it doesn't matter. There's too many people saying it. There's nobody saying this. Nobody. And I mean, nobody. I've never heard anybody talk about this. The impact of hormones on business and whatnot, really powerful stuff. Okay. So what's the debt you want to make on the universe? And by the way, I'm going to answer that, but think about it. Testosterone actually gives people the desire to go out and hunt. That's why men have more of it, right? You lower testosterone, we don't want to go out and hunt. We don't want we don't have the desire. So that's a real problem in this country, not just with women but men as well, and it has to do with our food. And 
maybe we should talk again about what Dr. Kellogg, the cereal maker, did to increase estrogen. Why? Like some of the things that were done were really bizarre. Okay, but to answer, ask me the question, that last question one more time, and then I'll try to stick What's with that. What's the dent you want to make in the universe? A lot, but I want to give people much more freedom. Here's the thing. When you, I know the whole money thing, it's said way too much, but when you do have financial freedom, you know what you have? The ability to connect with who you want to connect with. And this is where I feel like so many, this is the thing people miss. You get to spend the time with who you want to and your family, and you get to know them on a whole nother level. That's what I want more of. So giving people the time with their family. We just lost, I, uh, my kids just lost their father uh, a year and a half ago. I'm sorry and that. if I didn't have my business that gave me the flexibility, I wouldn't have had the time that I did have to help them get through it. I'm very sorry for your children. I'm sorry for you. That's, uh, that's, that's, that sucks. Um, Thank you. But yeah. I'll never forget the day that my daughter called and she was at work. She went at, back to work about a month after her uh, father passed away and she just broke down. She called me. She says, mom, I need you. I said, I'm there. Drove there right away. We, a lot of women are so stressed out with their jobs that they can't just drop everything and go be when be there when somebody needs you like that. And so that was my main reason for starting a business anyway. So I wanted to always put my kids first. And this led me to do, be able to do that. This is an entirely different conversation, not even for this podcast, but I'd like to have a couple other conversations with you and we can talk offline about this because I like you. I like what you're all about and, and and you're doing some good stuff. But I want to say this. The biggest lie of the last 60 years was one that was given to the world saying, hey, we don't need families anymore. Hey, women, you know what? Go out there and just work. Forget about your family and all that jazz and just just go be in a man's world and all that stuff. And what people are seeing happening is that women, by stepping in in their masculine essence and acting masculine, are depleting themselves, depleting their adrenals, and are getting rid of the feminine essence that makes them women, makes them awesome. And um, mm -hmm. I, I think it's the biggest, what I call the feminist lie uh, of the last 60 years, because uh, I think it's uh, it's not been good for women. I frankly think a lot of what's happened in the last 60 years has not been good for women, not been good for men, not been good for kids not been good for families. We're living in a crazy world right now. Uh, you, you know, I'm sure, um, I'm sure you can relate to some of the comments that I'm making around that, but that'll be another conversation for another time. Yes. Let's go back to business. Right. <laughs> so um, let's pivot. How are you currently attracting clients? Podcasting. So I really like the quality of people that listen to uh, podcasts and I love them. And I drive back and forth from Des Moines to Florida a couple of times a year. I live in Naples, but go back. I'm leaving Friday to go be with my daughter, that is, my oldest, that's having a baby. And I um, will listen to hours and hours, 21 hours of podcasts. So um, I'm using podcasting as a good source of getting my uh, word out there. So podcasting is you get the word out and, and people come and approach you from having heard you on shows. Is that how it works for you? Yeah. Yes. And live streams. So I'm working on um, doing more live streams within a Facebook group 
But uh, yeah, podcasting, I've actually now started another uh, podcast called Moxiebot. So I'm going to have two. One, which is interesting, uh, Nikki, because you were you were just mentioning that that so I, I need to separate um, and just do one podcast with with um, uh, just the health and fitness and the hormones and the nutrients and all of that. So I think. 1000%. Okay, great. Well, tell me one of your biggest client success stories. Um, I would say that uh, my, so many are going through my head right now. Okay. I've had favorite clients, um, a PA that, uh, and midwife that transitioned to start her own practice, her midwifery practice, which by the way is uh, midwifery is a very old industry that is coming back, making a comeback, but man, do the hospitals not wives like for both of the birth of both my kids. Oh, you did. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. So um, that was one that I feel like is near and dear to me. So maybe that's why I mentioned it. What was the outcome of what you got for able to, well, uh, charging more, uh, charging, charging more so that, and then one of the things that she was really good at is getting insurance uh, to pay and then showing the insurance companies that she actually will save them a lot of money because insurance companies, they act like they don't know what midwifery is, even though, even though she delivered over a thousand babies, you know, and, and worked in an ER for years and years, they act like she was uh, like this whole witch doctor. It's infuriating, but you know, she had a lot of obstacles to overcome and uh, setting up systems, one of them being that working with the insurance company and having the, because people, um, we as a society, people don't necessarily want to spend money. They got that insurance. So they're, they're so influenced by what their insurance wants them to do instead of what they want. It's kind of disgusting, yes. not for the person making the decision, but what insurance and the medical industry has done. And so that's one of them. And Crystal, you, you've been my favorite emerging thought leader so far. I got to tell you, this has just been a fantastic interview. But let me ask the next question. Um, you've got a wonderful spirit about you. Yeah, you're a, you're a woman of service and you deserve to, to be served as well. And we're going to make sure we do that. So as an emerging thought leader with a desire to make a big dent in the universe, what's the biggest challenge you're facing right now in scaling and in helping more people? None of time, I guess. Um, I do have a lot of time, but here's what I uh, felt like. If you asked me this six months ago, it would have been, I don't have enough energy. And because I did feel like my energy was dropping and that's totally changed because I transformed my health. I did it a few different ways and um, documented it all. But that was my biggest, it, I, I don't feel like that it is. Now it's just getting the word out to as many people as possible understanding Facebook ads. <laughs> Lately, I've talked to some people, I just can't believe the amount of money spent without um, the conversions. And Facebook ads don't work well these days. No, what is working? Nikki, can I ask you a question on your own podcast? Knock yourself out. <laughs> What's working for you? Um, podcasting and podcast guesting are working really good going into my own network referral strategies, getting on stages. I've got nine books that I've written. Having the books all helps. 
one of the things I teach people is the the the, the ten strategies for for scaling your business. So I'm using about five, six of them to some really good effect. You got to get your mix right. What I'm hearing from you is you're doing a few things and you're they're giving you some traction, but you know to get more traction, you got to figure it out. That's the bottom line, right? Yeah, yeah. And like I've like I've always said from the beginning, and one thing I teach is test, track, and tweak. You got to look at the math, what's converting, and then keep doing it. It's really easy to not even pay attention and wonder what's what's happening. Why didn't we hit the numbers this month, but we did last month and then not go and examine it. And it's really easy to just uh, not be doing the thing that's working. It's such an obvious, simple thing too, but you do have to test track and tweak. I'm sure you agree with me on that. And um, yeah, because Rich Fit and Happy is so new, that's what we're doing right now. We're like really test tracking and tweaking what's, and that's why I started uh, the new podcast and kind of separated them for people that aren't in business, but really are interested in the health and wellness part of it. Here's the thing. We all want to, to optimize our life in those three areas, right? We just do because we wanna be happy. We want to give our families all of our love and attention because that's all that matters. Okay. It just ta it takes um, some doing and it takes money, unfortunately. That's the world we live in. We'll talk some more about that offline, but what frustrates you the most that you're not yet a household name like you should be? What frustrates me the most that I can't give as much attention to my nonprofit, Fearless Ambition. Fearless Ambition is for, uh, and I, I don't, I don't know if you expected me to mention this or talk about it, but Absolutely. I do want, I do, I do want to make an impact. Um, it's specifically for foster kids and helping them transition out of foster care and uh, matching. Um, we're still working on the details of it, but they, um, they really struggle after they leave foster care at age 18, 19. They really struggle. Too large of a percentage are incarcerated. They end up homeless, pregnant. So I that's where my heart is. Uh, yeah. And um, maybe- Amen, sister, amen. I mean, my heart is in rich, fit and happy as well, but I, I want to start talking about that more. And so if I was a household name, I would be able to make more impact for the foster kids. Amen, sister, amen. You're a woman of, of love and you're a woman of faith. And that's very, that's very lovely. Very lovely. Thank you, uh, Nikki. You're welcome. So a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, what would be your absolute dream in terms of your business exploding that it's gone supersonic? What would have you crying tears of joy? Um, 5,000 women telling me that I changed their life. They're financially free with their family. I'm not, you know, one that wants to empower women to leave their family or anything like that. I think that that could be easily misunderstood. Um, all kids need a father. They need a mother and a father, but Amen. So Amen. here's, yeah. So um, I want to impact at least 5,000 foster kids. You said in three years, right? 5,000 foster kids in the state of Florida. You're living in a great state. I love the state of Florida. It's a, it's it's one of the well-run states in the world, man. Where are you at, Nikki? I'm in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and I got to oh, tell you right. that if, uh, um, and again, an offline conversation, but uh, 
there's reasons I got to be here, including family and so forth. But if Florida keeps going in the direction it's going in, I want to live in Florida. <laughs> oh, they're, they're all they're all coming down here. It's it's amazing. You guys have the best uh, governor in America, in my opinion, and uh, he knows how to he knows how to run things and not take crap from special interests, which I really appreciate. I wish some of our leaders would learn that <laughs> over yeah. here. But yeah. uh, America's best governor, that's what I call. A lot of people agree with you. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. Um, so what's next for you? So that's what is next. Everything that I just said is what's next. So within the next um, uh, three years, that's what I want to focus on, building a community within Rich, Fit and Happy, and then helping. Uh, I, I do have another program, Wealthy Wellness Academy. I don't know if I'm going to be giving as much attention um, this quarter or next, but last quarter or the beginning of next quarter, focusing on that. And that's for doctors that are going to be losing their jobs. There's a lot of disruption going on with AI, as you probably have heard. Yes, and yes. Um, so I have some friends that are in that medical field. I had one that just told me she was laid off the other day. And, uh, you know, she can still she can still work in the uh, walk-in clinics, uh, but she was doing the telehealth, which she just loved. And she was just laid off. And I just bet you anything, I haven't talked to her more. We're going to be sitting down because I'm helping her with her business. Um, but I, I just have a feeling she's going to be transferring all online and she just doesn't even really know it yet because she hasn't really had the amount of time to sit and listen to what I've said. She's fascinated by what I say and what I do, but she hasn't really delved into um, how AI, when I show her that AI is basically writing, going to be writing prescriptions for people, um, which she does a lot of, by the way, um, I think she's going to, I think she's going to have some light bulb moments because she doesn't realize it. Yeah. And that's yeah. True. So if people want to get a hold of you, find out about what you do, what's the best way? Okay. So follow me at, on Instagram, the crystal O'Connor, and that's O-C-O-N-N-O-R. Almost everyone puts E-R and, or you can go to richfitandhappy.com. I wish that we had the, um, there is uh, we're, we're putting some free goodies together on one particular page. It's not up yet. Um, or you can find me on um, um, Facebook, Crystal O'Connor Coaching. You can send me a message. And uh, I have a Facebook group, Rich, Fit and Happy. You can join the group and I'm going to be in there more doing live streams. No worries. We'll, we'll make sure all this stuff goes in the show notes. Uh, it's been tremendous. This is Honestly, uh, a, a caliber of interview that could be just like a thought leader interview, not just an emerging thought leader interview. So really nicely done. We're going to make sure all that's in the show notes. Listener, Crystal O'Connor, The Real Deal, powerful emerging thought leader. Um, make sure you go check her out and what she does. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about the incredible Crystal O'Connor, go check out the show notes wherever you listen to this podcast episode at the thoughtleaderrevolution.com itunes stitcher spotify google audible you name it and until next time goodbye this episode has been brought to you by eastcircleacademy.com the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice